You're listening to the Being Dad Podcast, episode 36. This week on the show, I'll be discussing some of the more popular posts on the beingdad.me website over the past week or two. And plus, this week on Tech Time, I got a couple great apps for you, uh, a new kid's tablet, and more. All that coming up on the Being Dad Podcast, next. Thanks for joining me this week, everyone. My name is Stephen Beattie, and I am your host of this weekly podcast that looks at issues related to being a dad in the world today. If you're a new listener to the podcast, thanks for checking it out. And uh, please head on over to the the website, beingdad.me, as this podcast, it's really uh, one part of that website. And there's uh, lots of content and dad updates on there every day. So check that out. As usual, the podcast is brought to you by audible.com, where you can get a free audiobook of your choice when you sign up for for a free 30-day trial of the service, you can get the free audiobook by using uh, the uh, web address audibletrial.com slash beingdad, and that'll allow you to get the free book. Uh, you can even then cancel the membership right after you download the free book with no strings attached. Uh, I'm an affiliate for this program, which means basically that for everyone who signs up for one of these uh, free trial offers through audibletrial.com slash beingdad, I get 15 bucks uh, as being uh, as referring them to the site so it's really a win-win setup and uh, a good way for you to to support the podcast and get a free audiobook at the same time so check that out audibletrial.com slash being dad all right so uh i i've heard before that when you have a kid you have to really enjoy every moment you have with them as the time flies by very quickly and uh, i now realize just just how true that is uh, I can't believe my daughter Natalie is almost six months old now. Uh, it's really surprising when I think about it. She's sitting up on her own now, and uh, I can really see her little personality taking shape. She loves watching the world around her and watching other people just doing their daily things. She's really taken a liking to the dog. Oddly enough, uh, we have a an eight-year-old yellow Labrador retriever, and uh, when she's running around or chewing on a bone. Uh, waking her tail or whatever, you know, dog activities she's up to. You can see Natalie staring at her and, and watching her go around the room, wide-eyed, smiling, giggling. Uh, so I, I guess she's on her way to being a dog, a dog lover, <laughs> but who, who knows? That's, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's just really exciting to think about, uh, the future and, and, think about what kind of person, uh, what kind of adult she's going to be growing up into. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch, but yeah, like I said, the time is really flying by quickly. This coming weekend, um, actually, we're going to start giving her some solid food, which is a pretty big deal, I'd say. Our plan is to start her with some sweet potato. And uh, from the research I've done, the experts suggest that you start with just one type of food and daily just give a few teaspoons uh, of that food to start after uh, she has a session of breastfeeding, uh, just the once per day for the first uh, week or so. And, you know, you can gradually start increasing the amount of food and the amount of times that you give it throughout the day. Uh, But uh, you really only want to introduce one food at a time. So if there is any allergic reaction or that sort of thing, then you'll have an, an idea of what food was the culprit. 
So Michelle and I, yep, worry we are excited about this, and you know, maybe I'll even uh, take a video of the big event and post it up on the website so you can join in on the excitement. Well, maybe it wouldn't be too exciting for you, but call me crazy. I'm excited about it. Next on the Being Dad podcast, I'll look at some of the more popular beingdad.me stories over the previous couple weeks. Is there anything for dads in social media? Well, I sure think so. What I mean by that, if you're a dad and uh, maybe you're not particularly into uh, social networks because you might think there's not anything out there for you um, other than, you know, pictures and, uh, you know, sharing of useless information. There is a lot of that, but there really is a lot of great content out there for dads on the various social networks. Uh, Facebook, love it or hate it, it, it really is the powerhouse of, of social networks nowadays. And uh, it, it seems that almost everybody is on Facebook and everybody, everybody's mother, literally. Uh, I know my mother's on there. And um, it really is a great place, though, for dads to network with other dads and, uh, uh, you know, just sort of follow along with different things that interest them. What I mean is... If you're a fan of a, of a dad-related blog uh, or a product, then the chances are, are pretty good that they have a Facebook fan page. Most businesses and blogs and uh, uh, you know news sources have Facebook pages nowadays because it is so popular. I have one myself on there, and often these Facebook fan pages have additional content uh, that you wouldn't find anywhere else or you wouldn't find on the blog, let's say, and uh, it does give you a great platform to comment and network with uh, other, uh, you know, like-minded people, uh, in our case, other dads. And also, Facebook, really one of the best features of Facebook, in my opinion, anyway, is the photo sharing and the sharing of photos with your friends and your loved ones. And I think really the the photo sharing or the posting of pictures on Facebook is uh, one thing that has really contributed to making it such a popular social network. Um, And if you do have family, let's say that lives uh, a distance away, uh, Facebook can be a great platform for you to share uh, pictures of your kids' growth and development with your uh, loved ones from afar. Twitter. Now, Twitter really, it it can be so much more than just sort of following um, useless tweets from, uh, you know, from your college friends. Um, It really can open up a whole new world of on-demand sort of information for you, um, sort of if you know how to search for the information. And with Twitter, the hashtag or the number sign uh, character is what you can use to search uh, for different things. For example, if um, you're a dad and uh, you search for the term hashtag uh, dad life, which is the number sign dad life, you'll see a list of tweets from uh, other Twitter users who have put that dad life hashtag into their post. And something like dad life or hashtag parenting uh, or those types of things, if you search for that, you'll get lots of different posts from uh, people that have used that same hashtag. And it really gives you sort of a view um, into sort of uh, people's everyday experiences that can be quite similar to yours. And you can really, you can search for whatever hashtag you want and see what comes up. Uh, you could try searching for the hashtag being dad and see what you get. <laughs> uh, LinkedIn. Now, you might think that LinkedIn is all about posting resumes uh, and searching for new jobs and that kind of thing. And, and that is true. I mean, it, it is uh, uh, really what makes up 
uh, a big deal of what LinkedIn is. But another thing that makes LinkedIn really interesting, again, in my opinion, is the groups. They, uh, like-minded people on LinkedIn can form groups and sort of build up a community around that similar interest. And in these groups, you can join them and you can post articles of interest. You can ask questions about a topic related to the group. Uh, you can learn about community events. It's really great. Um, I'm a member of a few different groups myself on LinkedIn, and one that uh, is good for dads, there's a LinkedIn group called Fatherhood Knowledge and Expertise. And uh, I mean, there are thousands of groups in there. So you can you know, just search around and see what interests you. But there are definitely some parenting and dad-related groups in LinkedIn. Now, reddit.com, it uh, can really seem a bit overwhelming when you go there at first. There's a ton of information and, uh, you know, it can be a bit to get a hang of. But there are some really great conversations going on in there. And the secret to Reddit is to find what they call a subreddit that matches your interest. A subreddit is uh, it's just their term for uh, a subtopic uh, or uh, a category. And, uh, you know, you can search through the various subreddits, but a good one for dads, um, is called Dadit, D-A-D-D-I-T. Um, that has a, a lot of conversations going on from dads out there in the community. Uh, some are, are pretty interesting, uh, humorous. Uh, so it's definitely worth it. And Pinterest. It's got a lot of media coverage over the past uh, year or so because it seemed that it uh, became very popular very quickly. And um, it's it's really sort of seen as being a social network for women. And uh, it's true. I mean, I think the statistics do say that most Pinterest users are women. But there are some great dad-related users uh, on there as well that pin a lot of uh, interesting content that can, you know, relates to us. It's very visual. You can post interesting products that are out there in the marketplace, interesting pictures, and uh, you know, a lot of funny posts as well. Eight uh, Bit Dads um, is an example. They have some uh, some great posts on Pinterest, and there are, you know, there's many other social networks out there. Tons of them. Google Plus, uh, Stumble Upon. Uh, I mean, really, there's there's many of them uh, that you can find stuff that uh, relates to being a dad. Uh, you just need to you know give it a go and uh, explore around and see what you can find. Now, believe it or not, it's uh, getting close to the end of September. It's hard to believe for me, but uh, we're almost into October. And what's after October? Yes, November. And what makes November so special is a popular. Uh, charity for men's health initiatives. It's called Movember. And uh, the Mo is refers to the slang term for a mustache, a Mo, uh, combined with November. It gives you Mo, Movember. And what it is, uh, basically, if you've not heard about it, is it's uh, been a growing movement that was started in 2004 in Australia and New Zealand. And what it is, is men will try to raise money to raise money and awareness for men's cancers and mental health initiatives, specifically a prostate cancer, which, uh, as we all know, 
is a big killer for uh, uh, for men nowadays. And how it works is that basically for the month of November, uh, men can uh, grow their uh, finest mustache. People can sponsor them any amount of money that they want. And you can uh, register for this uh, charity either as an individual. Um, you can join a team. Uh, you can create your own team of, uh, of guys. And you can get together and uh, grow your best mustache uh, from November 1st all the way to the 30th. So check it out, um, Movember.com. You can head on over there uh, to start up your own team, or you can even join an existing team. Or like I said, you can just do it as an individual and uh, raise a couple bucks for a good charity. Since 2004, globally, the charity uh, has uh, has raised close to $2 million for men's health and awareness. So it, uh, it really is uh, a great thing. I'm doing it myself. Um, I'm registered as part of the team Canadian Dad 2.013. And uh, if you want to join my team, if you're uh, a dad blogger, feel free to uh, uh, contact me and I can give you the link uh, to, to join up with our team. And uh, it's really a great cause. Well, this past week, uh, we've had sort of a cold going through our house, and um, it's the first cold we've had go through since we've had Natalie. She's been a little sick herself with some stuffy nose and the cough and that kind of thing. Really, it seemed that uh, Michelle and I got got the worst of it, which is good. I mean, I don't, I, I definitely don't want to see Natalie, uh, you know, suffering from a cold. Um, she's a little trooper though, and her stuffy nose, she's been dealing with it fine, really. Uh, I've been, you know, feeling lousy myself. And I think I've been more mopey than she has for sure. It sort of got me to thinking though, how do you, I mean, how do you take care of kids when you're feeling sick and in the dumps? And uh, from my experience and from some articles I've read from other people online, I uh, put a piece on beingdad.me that had some uh, suggestions. Firstly, you really need to make sure that you take care of yourself as well as the, as the kid or kids. And, um, you know, you need to manage those symptoms that you're dealing with. Getting extra rest is a must, and that means that if you need to ask for help, then ask for help. I know Michelle and I really started um, trying to help each other out a bit more when we were feeling down in the dumps. Uh, we took turns napping and uh, tried to get some extra cat naps in as best we could when Natalie was down. We also had a friend of ours over to take Natalie out for a walk one afternoon and uh, you know I was able to get a half an hour sleep in at that time. So all those things they help you to sort of push through the illness and you know be more mentally there uh, for the kid when you are with them. Forget about sort of the little things. Like I know for us, usually on the weekend, we try to get a lot of the household sort of business taken care of, like cleaning, shopping. If you're sick, though, you got the kids, you need to maybe just don't worry so much about those little things. They can wait. The dishes can sit for an extra day. Just focus on what you need to do and uh, give yourself permission to forget about all that extraneous business uh, for a little while. And finally, be creative with entertaining the child. And, you know, it does depend, of course, on what age your child is. But if you're sick and they get some extra time in front of the television, don't worry about it. Uh, you know, I know uh, uh, Natalie's too young for the for the TV, really. But um, if she had a little bit uh, more playtime with just chewing on some rattles and hanging out, I don't think she minded spending that extra time in the exercise or in the swing while well, I had a second hot water with lemon. But uh, if you're, you know, if you're feeling sick, 
the good news is it passes. You'll be feeling back to your old self in no time. So just remember to look after yourself, get some help if it's there, and uh, forget about being super dad for a day or two and just uh, get through it. Every five years uh, up here in Canada, Statistics Canada, they complete a nationwide census where they collect data from, uh, well, from everybody on uh, sort of their living arrangement and their family makeup and that kind of thing. And uh, most countries do this kind of thing uh, to collect uh, statistics on their population. So it's not just a Canadian thing, but um, Canada did theirs most recently. Their census was done, or our census was done last year in 2011. And this past week, they released a lot of data uh, on uh, sort of the family makeup in Canada and how it's been changing over the past five years. And uh, one thing that sort of caught my eye as I was uh, listening to that on the news was they had uh, discovered that there's been a 16% increase in the number of single dads that are leading single-parent households. Um, the five years previous to the last five years, so since 2001 to 2005, there was a 14% increase in the same thing at that time. So there's been a real increase over the past decade in single dads um, heading up lone-parent households. Now, of course, uh, I mean, it's no surprise. Obviously, there's many more single moms heading lone parent households uh, than men. Um, for the men, the data showed that in 2011, there was 305,000 single dads heading lone parent households, uh, which, like I said, was a 16.2% increase since the previous data in 2006. And for moms, uh, many, many more. There's more than 1.2 million across the country. But uh, I think, you know, that percentage, uh, that rise in the amount of single dads, it's still something quite noteworthy and something to think about. Uh, I mean, why is this a number that's increasing? Um, my thought was, is it because it's more socially acceptable for dads to be raising kids on their own? Uh, is it because of the courts nowadays are more likely to reward custody to dads in legal cases? Uh, is it related to an increase in men adopting babies? Uh, I don't know, perhaps all those things and more, but um, it's interesting to remember that uh, for every 10 single parents out there, two of them are dads, according to this latest data. So 20%. Uh, we really do need to make sure that we have services and supports uh, available to those dads and uh, I guess their their unique challenges. It's pretty interesting. Um, if you go over to the beingdad.me website and look for that article, um, there's a link there to the Statistics Canada website where you can see all that data for yourself. It is uh, If you're into stats, it's pretty interesting stuff. <laughs> And now on the Being Dad podcast, it's time for Tech Time, where I discuss some techie-related uh, articles and reviews and applications and that kind of thing. First up, I uh, downloaded an app from uh, the Apple App Store. It's called Dad's Guide to Newborns, the video guide. And it's not a cheap app. It's $4.99, but it uh, it actually is pretty decent. Um, it's really uh, an ebook. 
more than it is an application. Uh, the developer, they actually call it a, a book, uh, a V-book, a video book, because what it is, is it is a book that has video snippets in it for each of the chapters uh, that have, um, uh, you know, somebody sort of demonstrating what it is that they're talking about in that particular chapter. They've got eight chapters in the book, and it, it ranges from uh, everything from getting psyched up to uh, having the baby before the baby arrives arrives, sorry, to uh, feeding, holding, swaddling the baby, how to bathe, change the diaper, how to play with a newborn, how to put them to bed, keeping them healthy, and even some basic infant first aid. Uh, so there's eight chapters, and at the beginning of each chapter, there's a little uh, short video that you can watch. It, the videos are about a minute and a half to two minutes long uh, that sort of demonstrate each of these topics, like changing a diaper. And uh, after the little video, there's about... Uh, uh, you know, a few pages worth of text to read that further discusses the topic. So it's not something that really takes a lot of time to read through and watch the videos. You can probably go through the whole thing in a half an hour. So you have to ask yourself, well, is $4.99 really worth it? Uh, but, you know, it it is. Uh, for the price of a magazine, Sure. I mean, you can get yourself some helpful information for newborn care with videos and the videos are well done. They're well produced. Uh, so it's great for, uh, you know, you can even keep it and refer back to it later when you're, uh, wanting to again, have a review on how to swaddle that new baby or, uh, you want to sort of review that first date. So, uh, I would recommend it. Uh, if you have five bucks to blow, you you know, um, definitely you can blow it on this app. It's called Dad's Guide to Newborns, the video guide. And um, you can check that out in the Apple App Store. A couple of weeks ago on the Tech Time segment, I mentioned a tablet for kids called uh, the Tabio, which was being put out by Toys R Us. It was their own tablet, and it was 150 bucks. Um, there's another tablet that's out there in the market. It's called the Curio Kids Tablet, K-U-R-I-O kids tablet it's the same price 149 dollars and it's the same size seven inch tablet it runs the same operating system which is an android um, operating system and it has uh, a lot of similar um, applications on the tablet that the toys r us one does comes with different games and different um uh, learning applications uh this one um it uh has sort of a plasticky a case around it so it looks like it might be a little more um hmm, kid safe i guess um than the tab tabio uh one so if the kids are going to be throwing it around or dropping it down the stairs it seems that this one might be a little bit more uh, up to that task some of the specifications are very similar to the other other tablets so really um it's just worthwhile to um i guess you know, see which one appeals to you more. But this one does have the silicon rubber bumper skin that uh, gives it that drop uh, protection. And, um, you know, it definitely be, would be worth a look. So I do have a link in the show notes over at beingdadpodcast.com slash 36 to the Curio Kids tablet. Now, now that I have a, a daughter, I, I I find that I'm really into singing lullabies and nursery rhymes and, you know, singing songs to her and that kind of thing. But I'm not very good with the lyrics to a lot of these songs. I mean, I can give you the first verse of Baba Black Sheep uh, and maybe Row, Row, Row Your Boat, but that's about it. Um, I downloaded an, an app onto my phone. It's called Lullaby Lyrics. It's a buck in the app store. And what it does is it gives you 
the lyrics to uh, many, many different common lullabies, uh, like Baba Black Sheep, um, Amazing Grace, uh, All Through the Night. I mean, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, there's uh, a number of them in here. And um, you can, you know, if you want to sing a, a lullaby to your kid and uh, you're in a pinch trying to figure out what to sing, then you can just whip out your phone and uh, bring up the lullaby lyric app and you're, you're all set. Your kid will, will think you're a rock star. And finally, on Tech Time this week, another application. It's called the My Baby's Beat iPhone application, and uh, it's a it's a, it's an interesting application that uh, is supposed to allow you to hear your unborn baby's heartbeat uh, before they're born. So now I I did not discover this app when Michelle was pregnant, so I haven't tested it out myself. But um, how it works is you place the phone. You bring up the app, of course. You place the phone on the abdomen. And with a little trial and error on the positioning of the phone, you can hear the heartbeat uh, in your headphones, and and you can record it on the uh, on the application. Um, and uh, it's really it's the sort of the microphone um, on the uh, phone that picks up or is supposed to pick up the heartbeat. And uh, the app developers recommend that you use it after the baby is 30 weeks gestation. Otherwise, you likely won't be able to hear the heartbeat. But um, uh, they they say that uh, after the 30 weeks uh, that if you uh, you know, you, you can hear the heartbeat and you can record it and then you can email it or even send it out to Facebook. It's $3.99, so it's not a, a cheap app, but uh, if it does work like they say they, that it does, uh, and there's lots of reviews, user reviews in the App Store that say that it does work, then uh, I think it would be pretty cool to check out. So, My Baby's Beat in the Apple App Store. That's the end of the Being Dad podcast for this week. Thank you for listening, everybody. And I look forward to you joining me again next week on the Being Dad podcast. See you then.